Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. So yeah, what what was it? Um, what what was the culture? Where'd you start with LA? I mean, what were the people <laughs> like? So um, yeah, so we got to. I mean, I've never been there before. I thought it was just a cra- just a crazy place. Um, Would you ever think about? Not that you literally are planning to. Have you live been there, there, David? No, I'd like to. Definitely. Get get on a plane and go over there. Come on, you've got to go. I know. I you know. You'd be. Your testicles would be. As big I know, as what? Just implode or explode, or boot both and implode <laughs> and then explode. Or like one of those submarines underwater, they just, you know, honestly, disappear. Honestly. I'd, I'd come back a eunuch. Well, I was told, told most people you're talking to, like waiters, and they're all people trying to find their. I mean, the taxi driver that took us back to the airport um, on the final day. It's just really lovely. Everyone's so fucking lovely. Genuinely. It doesn't feel insincere. It's, yeah. But he, you know, got chatting to him for 20 minutes and then if you find out, oh, you made a movie six years ago and it didn't quite hit and da 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 And you're, oh, your, your ex-wife was in Xena something warrior. Oh, right. Yeah, that's a big show in the 90s. God, that's just nuts. It is, yeah. It must be strange where you live in a community where everyone wants the same thing. Oh, I know. I was kind of the pressure, like the status, the anxiety. Yeah, Because there are so many, you know, just people dripping with it and massive cars like tanks. And if you're not part of that 1-2%, just the strain psychologically you just constantly feel like a failure don't you yeah i would think so if that's what you're aiming for yeah and then if you are brad pitt and you are at the peak of that very very pyramid you've got everything that everyone wants do you mean like and you and still the hole isn't filled oh god (laughs) well he talks about that in an interview didn't he he became an absolute stoner he said he had to he's just like um when he wasn't making films he was just 
continually stoned in his mansion. I think that was kind of 12 Monkeys fight. I think it was the Fight Club 7 period. He said he really wasn't happy. And then he had a family and then he lost them, didn't he? He went nuts on an aeroplane and um, had a confrontation. I hope he doesn't listen to this podcast. I know, absolutely. And also, I I wasn't on the plane. What do I know? Went nuts on an aeroplane. Went nuts on an aeroplane. Z on the end of nuts. Have you seen that film? Which one's that one? The Nuts on an aeroplane. Want to? Sign me up. I can see the poster <laughs> who, would, who would be the lead actor in Nuts on an aeroplane? Nuts on an aeroplane would definitely um, start. The Rock would be the marshal. He would. He would. Uh, wander. Right. Oh, do you know what? I would love that to be Schwarzenegger's comeback. Nuts on an aeroplane. Nuts on an aeroplane with Schwarzenegger. Okay. And it have Z on the end of nuts, a sort of silver nuts yeah, type yeah, of thing. Yeah. 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 And just him sort of just shouting at people and... Um, you Can know, you do a Schwarzenegger impression? You've gone nuts in my aeroplane! Fucking hell, that's probably the best. Do you know what? I don't think I've <laughs> ever really met up to one of your challenges, but that was you kind did of... You <laughs> <laughs> You're quite pleased with that! I'm like a schizophrenic experience. Right, again! The impression. You are nuts in my aeroplane! That's good! I don't really have anything to work yeah. on, that's a party piece. Yeah, you know when he has his little quip. What would his quip be in nuts on an aeroplane? Um, usually, it's like "hustle nutsa." Oh, oh that's God, terrible! I've ruined it. Now. <laughs> so that would happen. I'll be pitching in the Hollywood office. Everyone will be loving it. Hustle nutsa. No. Hustle nutsa. Yeah. So we. Um, um... Did you meet any celebrities? Sorry, there's me going straight to the jugular. <laughs> Just terrible of me to. Uh, Don't give a shit about the film. Just what a nightmare! What a disaster! It's terrible, isn't it? <laughs> David Edwards movie news. Right, movie news, David. Have you got any movie news this week? I have got lots of movie news. Um, one thing that's interesting, which links to your Margot Robbie um, uh, thing is that already the studios are promoting, because they have like these like Cinecon um, thing. One of them is in Las Vegas, that was a few weeks ago, but they do these big kind of adverts, promotions. Not so much for the audience, but like um, cinemas, you know, people are going to take their films. And they're already really promoting what's coming out next summer. So a lot of the films haven't even come out this summer, but they've got like um, all the big films coming out. And there's... Like what? Um, what, what excites you? One... That, well, well, one that you sort of think to yourself, this is going to be terrible, but the actual cast and crew sound good is the Barbie movie. And I know that sounds insane, but it's written by um, Margot. Oh, no, what's her name? Gwen Gerwich. Oh, it's really Who? bad. I've got her, her name. It's the Gwen Gerwich. Oh, it's just terrible. It's just horrific. It's written by Gwen Gerwich. Oh, yeah. They're going to think to themselves, give up, Edwards. She's a really well-known director. She, Do you know what? Got... If I put this podcast out to the public, I want them to feel confident that they're going to get the, the right facts and figures. I know, yes. It's there appalling. is no yes. such scriptwriter, screenwriter as Gwem Gwowich. It is a complete disaster. Have I written it down here? Oh, here we go. It's Greta Gerwig. There you go. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah, okay. Right. Because that is, I mean, you know, she has written late. She's written and directed Lady Bird. She wrote and directed, which she uh, was nominated for a lot of Oscars and uh, Little Women. 
she wrote and directed that. She was she's also um, I think she's married, but she's had a long relationship with um, Noah Baumbach, who's a director who did things like Squid and the Whale, Greenberg, yeah. all that stuff. And um, they together they've written the script for Barbie. Oh, really? Okay. And she's directed it, so it's not your obvious kind of mainstream director. Then you've got Ryan Gosling playing Ken, and he's obviously interesting, isn't he? I mean, he does a, a mix of kind of comedy, but also quite intense dramas. And then Margot Robbie as um, as Barbie, and I think it's going to be a bit like the Lego Movie, Lord and Miller-esque, sort of quite self-aware, postmodern, poking fun at um, at the whole kind of uh, consumer toy industry, and that kind of American dream message that Barbie kind of you know depicts why don't why don't i know margot robbie like i'm looking at her now i've never ever seen her before what what, how have i missed someone like that what's wrong with me david what's wrong with me well i i I know you mean she she's i I don't know how you missed her on the on the radar she's quite big i'm trying to think of films that if i mention it, it your memory will slot in like suicide squads she was harley quinn in that never seen it Right, okay. Um, List her films, see if I've seen them. Go. Here we go. Wolf of Wall Street. Never she seen it. She was one of DiCaprio's crush. You haven't Never seen, seen that it. one? You have seen that? Never seen, seen that it. one there. Okay, I'm going through her IMDb. Birds of Prey, never seen. Bombshell, never seen. Dollface, never seen. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, turned it off. Dreamland, never seen. Mary Queen of Scots, never seen. Slaughterhouse Rules, never seen. Terminal, never seen. Peter Rabbit, never seen. Goodbye Christopher Robin, never seen. I, Tonya, never seen. Legend of Tarzan, never seen. Whiskey Tango Foxtrot, never seen. The Big Shot, short, never seen. Focus, never seen. Sweet Francais, never seen. The Wolf of Wall Street, never seen. Pan Am, never seen. Neighbours, did see back in the 80s. She was in there. There you go. That's a fact. But ironically you've seen her in the flesh or you've shared an aeroplane with her isn't this strange i don't watch anything idiot i'm doing a, i'm doing a movie podcast i mean goodness me i mean I, i'm not even getting the names of the directors right the thing is though <laughs> which is just appalling that i forgot her name the director at the moment but um a lot of those films though it's like when you look at the films of will smith yeah will smith's a massive massive star but because um, I read his autobiography recently, and when you go through the films, there's very few that are absolutely great that will properly hook you in. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I mean, a lot of people like Men in Black. Independence Day is really dated. The I watched half was... of King Richard on the plane. Yeah, King. I Richard. thought it was. I thought it was fantastic. I thought he was. So, I mean, I had to stop because I was getting off the plane. But I can't wait to get back into that. I thought it was brilliant. Do you know, it has to be said, I was impressed by King Richard. I saw that at my what sister. What a performance. And what a performance. It is a performance. And I read the script before the film was released, and the script was a real page turner as well. It came on Reddit, and I um, I went through that, especially when it's this me. I'm very contradictive. I just slagged Will Smith off. Now I'm praising him. But, I mean, that was an interesting, <laughs> just terrible. Well, that's why I'll do well in LA. That's why I'll do well in Hollywood, basically. Yeah. Do you think you would? Um. I think I've got the chameleon element. Like I just, I think if I got people's names wrong, that'd be horrific. Doors would be slammed in my face. I could very quickly change my whole ideological value system outlook on life, depending on what the temperature of the room is. 
so I can go from hating Will Smith to liking him if I feel that's where you know where things are swaying. You I'm a sound yes like man. a really nice guy. Yeah, absolutely. I'm definitely someone that you want on your um, you want on your team. Any, any more? Any more news? Quick bit of movie movie news. So, but so the bar the Barbie films coming out. Anything else? Okay, let's hear you something. The Barbie one, I don't feel it had the impact it needed. Um, uh, uh, let's give you something really interesting. I tell you one thing. Um, the new Joker film is taking place. Joker two. The scripts come out with that. Warner Brothers have signed that out, and it's going to be a musical. Bizarrely. What do you mean when when you say Warner Brothers have signed that out? Um, sorry, in the sense that basically um, it's been written by Todd Phillips, and um, they've confirmed Whacking Phoenix uh, is going to sign up for it because apparently Whacking Phoenix wants to see the script beforehand. And also, oh, it's so a it's very Joker. Big... Oh, okay, right, okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So it's Joker Two. It's the follow up to Joker. And they've written, and Todd Phillips showed a photo of Whacking Phoenix in an LA hotel smoking a cigarette, reading the Joker 2 script. And he was at that point deciding if he was going to do it or not. And, um, but apparently it's going to be a musical, bizarrely. So definitely going in a different direction than expected. And Lady Gaga is going to be in it. Mm. And she's going to play um, uh, Harley Quinn who was a character that Margot Robbie played in Suicide Squad. Mm, when we went so on she, the Universal lot, we walked past this big sort of church, fake church building, I think, and he said, that's where Lady Gaga filmed her music video for... Uh, I don't know. Wow, God, that is interesting, isn't it, though? There's this over... pop. I wonder what music video that was with the church. That does ring a bell. Yeah. Well, what the church rings a bell. Oh, really? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Well, that's a nice little segue, wasn't it? A bit of, um, people like that, a bit of kind of Yeah, they do. Yeah. Words. David Edwards Movie Review. Right, David, last time I left you, uh, we did the old random film generator. And what did it land on? Was it Home, a documentary called it Home? It was Home with Glenn Close. And I think you felt dread in the bottom of your stomach yes and i think i was right to feel that dread really it was quite yes it was an uphill um march it's got to be so i watched why did you watch it all did you fast forward it no no i watched it all type of thing i thought i'd better you know give a decent review but i had to definitely put it into bite sizes there's no way i could sit through the whole thing Oh, so you did it over what, the course of two weeks or something oh no no i did it over a day i did it in 20 minute segments and it was okay in places. Okay, well, give us a, what is it? What is it? So basically, it's all, I think when it came out originally, it was probably seen as like breathtaking cinematography because it's all drone footage. And the footage does look impressive back then, but I think now drones are very much done, you know. I when mean, did it come out in the 1940s? When was it? It came out, I have, I have it here actually at the ready. It came out in um, 2009. So it shows that, you know, think technology develops so quickly because 2009, I remember drone shots being quite impressive because there's a lot of the times because, you know, it's basically it's a nature documentary. I should explain. It's basically lots of drone sh uh, shots on planet Earth with Glenn Close's voice in the background. First of all, she's she's uh, talking to you about um, how we went from caves to farms to cities. Then she talks about the Gaia system, how nature is interconnected and how we've um uh interfere with that with our urban landscapes i can imagine and, you rolling your eyes at all this <laughs> oh yeah i don't 
Part of me was thinking I shouldn't be rolling my eyes while I was rolling my eyes. So I was very much a man in conflict thinking, well, you know, you're 44 now, Dave. You should take a bit more interest in pollution and the general looking after the earth. But I was thinking, you know, I think I prefer a film where there's a fast car, a gun and a yeah. few explosions, you know. I think, the, I think the problem with it I found was very repetitive, just drone shot after drone shot. How long Lots was this of, documentary? How, how an long hour and a half. Okay, that's bite-size, sort of bite-size. Yeah, that's sort of a bite-size well, sort of vibe. a big bite, yeah. And, yeah, God, I had to take mini bites, do you know what I mean? Yeah, Cause, yeah. And I think the thing is, there was no talking heads. You didn't really cut to any interviews. It's just Glenn Close monologue all the time. Life. A miracle in the universe appeared around four billion years ago. And we humans, only 200,000 years ago. Yet we have succeeded in disrupting the balance that is so essential to life. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In 50 years, in a single lifetime, the Earth has been more radically changed than by all previous generations of humanity. Yeah, I mean, what were there any impressive moments, shots? Oh, at the beginning, definitely, of like, um, oh yes, of volcanoes. They were really impressive, where like the drone was almost going through the flames and then would rise, and you think, where am I? And you think it's like, is this on a planet somewhere? And then it turns out to be it a is, volcano. and it was. Yes, it, it was, was on a planet. I should be reminded of that, really. 
Do you know what I mean? I think um, that's yeah, exactly where right. it was. That's exactly where it was, a planet called Earth, which I'm yeah, sat yeah. in right now. Which I is crazy. That. It's crazy to think that you're sat on a planet spinning through oh, space, God, yeah, it? just like floating in the middle of dark nothingness and void. And I don't even know how it floats. Making a movie pod. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Making a movie pod, yeah. Why don't we all go mad, scream a lot, and sort of... <laughs> yeah, I, you're totally right. I mean, anything why else. Why don't you just run into Chichester with your clothes off and just... And know. just see what happens. Yeah, just fire mix water up. pistols at people. And Why don't you do something Just absolutely today? exert myself, actually. You know, I know what you mean. Just get a... a, a um, a super soaker, fill it with yeah. syrup, and just like fire it at local children OPs. Do you know what I mean? And just see what happens. What are you going to do with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And anyway, them we're floating in space, <laughs> shouting that in between spurting yeah. syrup everywhere. Yeah. What would that sound like? Oh, them screaming! Yeah. No, you screaming. We're we're all in we're all in space. We're floating in a giant egg in the dark nothingness. Yeah. It's not an egg. I mean, it's a different slot. <laughs> and we're not in it, but don't worry. We're not in it. We're on top of it. I need to remember yeah. that as well. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so this is a bad review of Home, by the way. <laughs> yes, it is. It's not. I mean, the film's not good, and my review of it's not good. I mean, as what an do you artist, mean the film's not good. The film's not for you, surely. Yeah, very true. Thank very, you. very true. Yeah, the film is not for me. You're quite. Yeah, it is. You're totally right, brother. It was very educational. Call me brother. A... No, 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 no. Very true. <laughs> You're totally right, brother. Did you call me brother? No, no, I didn't call You're you totally brother. Totally right, brother. Yeah. Quite right, brother. I think I just said quite right. Goodness me, start entering that into my vocab. Quite right, brother. As I'm wandering okay. around Chichester finding okay. syrup at people, over that brother. Um, uh, yeah, I'm trying to. Sorry, I'm really sort of lost now. <laughs> You are quite right, though. It's a valid point that it, it's yeah. not a poor film. Even though I found it boring, I would still give it three out of five because it was. There's a lot of interesting content there. It was just, um, it just became repetitive. It was the same Indian gospel music in the background, which I've got nothing wrong with that. Indian gospel a, music, sort of like flutes, sort of Native American Indians in the jungle with flutes, and um, then the odds. Um, Oh, fucking hell. I'm trying to think what, okay. what they're called, like symbols being hit with little um, dr uh, hammers. Yeah, you know? okay, yeah, yeah. And then you've got Glenn Close, and she takes on a very godly, like, voice. Right. What have you done to me? What are, your, what are you doing? Why are you injuring me? And okay. I think she's supposed to represent Mother Nature. Do you know what? I think it's an IMAX experience. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if that's how it was originally kind of released and things like that. Yeah. On okay. IMAX. And um, I think in 2009, those drone shots would have been really impressive. But in 2022, your average teenager has a drone. Well, every every advert and TV show has a drone shot. Absolutely. Now, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Back in the day, um, a drone shot would suddenly, well, it wouldn't be a drone shot, it would be a helicopter shot. I mean, that, that shot at the beginning of The Shining with Jack Nicholson, basically a 16-year-old could do that by saving up their birthday money and um, going to Argus, quite literally. I mean, you'd have to find yourself, you'd have to go to the side of a canyon and stuff like that. So as I'm yeah. saying it now, I'm questioning myself. Yeah. But I mean, those those fancy shots could just be yeah. filmed by anyone. Yeah. How did Kubrick did it? Did he, didn't he use a bee? Do you know what? As I'm thinking about it, um, did you say a bee? Like a... <laughs> <laughs> 
Tom be hitting a rumor. I was thinking of is that a technical term or is that like uh, I think I'll go yeah it was a bit I'll sort of I'll, I'll agree with that I'm pretty sure he strapped a tiny little camera to the belly of a bee I, th- I would have thought so some kind of like some kind of insects sort yeah. of attaches that I keep it air no it was a bee it wasn't some kind of insect it was a bee you've got to be specific on a film podcast yeah. listen what, what, what are you out of five chalk ices what are you giving the documentary home I think you're quite uh, right, three out of five. I can't you give go- all movies three out of five. Yeah, you are quite right. Well, I was going to give this two, and I yeah. think you're right in the sense that it's not appalling. A lot of effort's no. gone into it, which sounds really patronising. But it's a case of, you know, it was filled with content. It's a bit preachy in places. I think in 2009, when it came out... You can give um, half half chalk ices. Oh, I'll give it two and a half, then. Two and a half chalk ices. There you go, a bit of variety. For home, the documentary yes. home. Thank you, David. Not a problem. David Edwards Movie Tip. Movie Tips, I tell you, a very good film. It's just come out in the cinema, and you can stream it now. It's called The Innocence. And um, I haven't told you about this one, have I? No, making sure. Innocence, thank God, I'm sort of repeating myself. Um, Re-reviewing a review. God, that'd be a waste of people's time. Um, It's... Innocence, The Innocence, it came out um, 2022, it's this year, and it's basically, it's set in a Norwegian council estate, and it's about um, two siblings, two young kids, who, who move into this housing estate, and it's very much social realism, the way it's acted and actually filmed, so very naturalistic lighting, almost slightly improvised moments with the, um, the, the young actors, but as it evolves and develops, it turns into very much a genre film. And the kids have got telekinetic powers. And um, as they interact with these kids on the council estate, they start to inhabit these uh, telekinetic um, powers as well. And it turns more and more into a horror film, this idea of 10-year-olds having these psychological powers. So, for instance, um, they start harming a cat... I don't want to give away too much of the plot, but it's got a dark horror, almost carry element to it. But what makes it so significant? So Peter, so Peter Bradshaw gave it five stars in The Guardian. It's very good. I'll tell you why it's so good. It's because it, um, it, it's emerging horror with social realism so well. It feels very kitchen sink, very real, very earthy. It's like they stood in a forest and they're playing around with their kinetic powers. They're making branches snap. And then um, the earth rising above their trainers. And it's just like, it just looks very real. Uh, it, it feels like a Shane Meadows or Mike Lee movie. It's got that earthy reality right. merged with like genre movie. And um, that merge of the two. I mean, one of the things with genre films, if you've got really interesting characters and you think to yourself, I don't need the telekinetic element now. I could just spend time with these siblings entering this new council state. You've usually got a win-win formula on your hands. And then you've got the added cheese on top of the burger, which is a genre telekinetic aspect. I think it really wins at that. Okay. Well, it's had good reviews from what I can see. Yeah, I was really impressed. Really, uh, that really Empire nice merge. gave it four. Stars. There you go. If you get four, that's, that's what you want from that type of movie. If you get a four, not a problem. David Edwards, Random Film Generator. Okay, so now uh, we're going to do the fil- the random film generator to pick the film that you've got to watch this week for next week. Um, just just before we we do that, 
Um, I'd just like to say, I just want to read out some, um, uh, I just want to read out some comments left um, on Patreon regarding your views of Silverado. Oh, blimey. Okay, that'd be interesting because there's some quite some there's some diehard fans out there for Silverado. So Kane Blacklock says, please, please watch Silverado for yourself, David. Me, it's an absolute. It's it is absolutely the masterpiece you were hoping for. Much love for David Edwards, but it felt to me like he was describing a completely different movie here. <laughs> I know. I mean, well, interesting. I mean, I did enjoy Silverado. I just found it slightly too long. I think if they kept it to an hour and a half, proper cow puncher, it would be absolutely fine. But it has got a lot of love on the internet. When I was looking through it on YouTube, it was like there's some real diehard fans out there. Yeah, so it. anyone who's seen the documentary Home, if you want to leave your comments below in Patreon. Please we'll, do. We'll read them out. But now we're going to do the uh, random film uh, generator, David, which is my... Let's go for it. Let's see what it cooks uh, up. I get really excited about this. Definitely. You're probably what are you quite nervous at this at this point? Yes, yeah, slightly. It's just like, what are we going to be yeah. given here? Okay, so you can pick the genre for the first one. It's action, adventure, animation, comedy, crime, documentary, drama, family, fantasy, history, horror, music, mystery, romance, science fiction, TV, movie, thriller, war, western. Let's go for action adventure. Do I always go for that? Okay, yeah. Um, Deary me, I need to. Uh, okay, I need to, so I'm gonna. I need to cleanse my palate with some new genres. I'm gonna go for the 1990s. That should be good. 1990s action. You can't go wrong there. And so, tell me if you've seen it or not. Mercury Rising. I haven't. That's Bruce Willis, and he looks after a kid, doesn't he? I've never okay. seen it. Okay. Okay. And I think it was just before Sixth Sense, and they made a massive thing out of that in the sense that um, it was him with a kid. That flopped. But I think they did Sixth Sense afterwards, and it was similar kid relationship. But um, then obviously Sixth Sense was massive, wasn't it? Okay, you know? so your first – so we're going to pick three films. You're going to have to pick one of them. So the first one is Mercury Rising. I'll check. I'll I'll pick the next genre, and that genre will be um, horror. Oh, here we go. And horror, I would go for New Millennium, sort of noughties. Okay. And the film is High Tension. I've never heard of that. What's that one about? Best friends Marie and Alexia decide to spend a quiet weekend at Alexia's parents' secluded farmhouse. Is it like, a, is it a Hollywood mainstream? Was it European? I think it's or? Hollywood. High tension. I've never heard of that. That's interesting. And the third, the uh, third one, I'm going to pick the genre again because I know you're just going to go for it. No, you can pick it actually. I'll go for something different. Should Actually, I'm, tell me when animation? to stop. I'm just going to go up and down with the mouse. Stop. Drama. Pick, definitely, definitely. Pick the uh, decade. Tell me when to stop, please. Stop. 2010s. Okay, 2010s okay. drama. Okay. <sighs> Under the Silver Lake. 
gosh, what's that one? Is that Andrew Garfield? Under the young and disant- disenchanted Sam meets a mysterious and beautiful woman who's swimming in his building's pool one night. And who's starring in that? Did it say who um, um, following or? So, yeah, Andrew Garfield. He's like a private detective. Have you seen he? it? I have not seen it. It's my director who got a big break with a film called Following or Follow, I think, um, which was a very clever horror idea whereby um, the horror, um, in, uh, you know, uh, negative spirit was passed on by STDs. So if you had sex with someone, the horror creature would then follow and possess you. And he got loads of Hollywood hype around him. And then his second film was that, uh, Silver Lake, which is almost like a film noir drama. Uh, sort of LA-based conspiracy. It didn't do that well. I don't know. I think some of the reviews were okay. But um, it didn't do brilliant in the box office. It was a bit of a dud. But it was supposed to be his pulp fiction, if you like. It was supposed to be his, his kind of follow-up movie, his sophomore effort, which um, didn't quite hit the uh, the heights that his original horror film kind of did. Well, now you now you've got to pick person. one of those films. So I'm you either ch- so I've shuffled them up, and you either pick one, two, or three. Which which number are you going to pick? Which film is it going to be? Two. Mercury Rising. You can't go wrong with a bit of I think you're well chuffed with that, haven't you? Are you pleased? As, as it's got to be said, that Silver Lake one was the one that grabbed my interest. Okay, so... But no, Mercury Rising, can't Merc- go with that. Yeah, I think any of those would be interesting. I've not seen Mercury Rising. And you're right, Mercury Rising is a familiar friend. It's like asking a familiar friend over for coffee and hobnobs. Yeah, Mercury Rising, 1998 action, American action thriller starring Bruce Willis and Alec Baldwin. Directed by Harold Becker. And Alec Baldwin? Yeah. God, interesting stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely check that. I've never... I remember the poster. It's him with a suede bomber jacket on with a yes. child whilst Yeah, you're gun. right. What more do you yeah. want than that? With very sexy red Mercury Rising uh, credits. And I think after that, he needed six cents in a oh, big way. Oh, okay. Big, big flop. I think it, not that it means the film's poor, but it just did not light the box office okay. on fire. Quite right, not okay. yet. Okay. Thank you so much, David, for David Edwards' movie... Uh, pod no thanks for having me and i look forward to hearing what you think of uh mercury rising that's my weekend plan for me me bruce uh looking after a kid with a gun what more do you need cheers david take care of yourself look after yourself